When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is it. On the 30-meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long-range shot for Manessa. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. Um, as you can probably guess, I'm broken. Um, we're not even at the halfway point. The Tash is lining up. Um, he stitched me up good and proper, making sure I had to review the, the Raiders-Warriors game, but we'll get to that. <laughs> How are you, mate? You all good? Not too bad. I had a long bank holiday here and not a, not a touch of drink, so I'm fresh and ready for you. I know, we're getting old. Yeah. We're getting old. <laughs> One gin on a Monday, that was it. my night. Yeah, I wouldn't mind nine of us have kids or anything like that. So I have a puppy here before. now, so... Yeah. Scourging my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, strange, strange week in the NRL. Um, some strange results. Maybe not strange results, but some strange performances. I think definitely. Super Sunday yeah. or Super Saturday was good. Like, it, yeah. was, it was a great watch. Well, like. didn't, didn't start for other people. Like, for other people, not you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and look, we've got a bit of domestic news here in Ireland, obviously, as well to get through at the at the end. So we might we might crack on with the round eight previews. So the first shock of the the weekend, huh? Broncos and Sharks, 16-7 to the Broncos. It was three tries to one for the Broncos. The Sharks started real well, like, but as the as the as the game went on, the polish that we were so used to them just sort of rubbed off a little bit. So mm. they're they're not there just yet, but like now the Broncos did play well. Um, this was toted as like the the battle for the end, uh, the New South Wales centre partnership. Center. So they get all all week in the media, like and caught himself, uh, uh, stag himself, <laughs> feeding the fire last week with his with his interview, like, and he backed it up. He backed it up. He backed it up. Like there was one time there, Talakai came like on his line and he stopped him dead with a tackle, like one on one tackle. And it was, was an impressive. incredible try saver that probably didn't get enough coverage. The Selwyn Cabo, yeah, try saver on Talakai. That was. Because there's not much in Cabo, to be fair. Um, but yeah, no, they really shut yeah, him like down. Physically, like he, yeah, he just and like they're saying about Tyler, like, like he is a good, good, real good player, like. But he's only in the centers. This where Stag has seen different centers. 
he is an out and out specialist centre. So he knows how to play if it's a crash centre, if if it's a running centre, if it's like so he's seen it all like. So like it was really like it, I think it brought Talcai down. Now he still did have a, I think it was hundred and sixty meters like ran like so he still had decent stats like. But uh, the Stags definitely won that uh, battle of the centres. So it'll be interesting to see what the media does this week with it. Another thing I want to talk about is, is Farnworth, the other centre. They have to look at the skills he has. He's a habit of when he when he gets the ball, he'll always step back in the field. Which, mm. which means, is he on the right edge? Is he on the proper side he should be? Where his habit is that he'll always step back on his right-hand side. And if he was on the right-hand side, he'd tap it to the winger. Coates never gets the ball off him, which is yeah. which is strange. And with with Stag out there, they might have to, to look at it like, as in, does he go? He's too good though. He's too good to go on the wing, like honestly. But I think it's something that they have to look at to try and get the same the same production Balance. on that side as the Stag side as as the because you see Stag and and, Co- and uh, Cabo like that that combination is starting to work something serious. It is, and I agree. Like through the open rounds, I think they were the two top mistake makers for Stags and Cabo. But they so, were pushing it, though. You know that way, like they were, they were trying to get the combination going, like so. Two, but now they've kind of they've gelled in now to to kind of break them up so soon. Mm. Kind of almost seems counterintuitive, um, just based on kind of how hard they've had to work to get to where they are now. Um, right, two think, performances yeah. in two weeks, yeah, as well. Uh, I think Farnworth is off contract at the end of the year or next year so he's being shipped around by his agent I think so it'd be interesting to see if, if he goes somewhere else will he land on the right hand side like when someone look at it goes that fellas in the wrong second which would be interesting to see that's very true I I, I don't know if I'm a, if I'm if I'm Ben Eichen am I <clears throat> busting my backside to re-sign him he's, he's good don't get me wrong but I don't think he's a crucial piece and I think you can arguably get someone to do the same job at a far lower budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you don't know what he's on. Like he could be on, he could be on decent money that you keep. Like, but I think it's, it's less about what age, he's on. It's about yeah, what he's his age for. and what he's looking for would be. He has he has years behind him, years in front of him. Like so, he can ask for more money. Like, which would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, this week's talking point is Reynolds facing the rabbit. was like next week, so it'd be interesting to see. I know he played it well, down, but I think the lads are playing it up a bit more in the Rabbitohs. Like there's a bit of more characters <laughs> against them. Then I think I think yeah, yeah, yeah that's like it's a, so a cracking fixture um, to open the round. I think it is to open the so, round yeah, as well, yeah. isn't it? Thursday yeah. night footy. Um, yeah, no, I'm very much looking forward to that game. Yeah, I think yeah. that just with the Sharks, like Heinz he's just not there yet like there was times that he should have kicked the ball I, this habit of they have a great they have a great it's like a a switch like it's like a DD it's like a dummy dummy and then into your block shape and they do it all the time but there's sometimes that they just need to kick the ball in behind to keep the winger honest like the winger kept Kobe kept on rushing up like to, to block that play off but they still kept on going for it like where a kick in behind would have kept him a little bit honest and just played it's just the the, the little small finesse things that he just still has to work on this game like it's probably the lack of an out and out seven yeah in that halfback pairing that's probably that bit of experience at seven yeah that just like if it was Reynolds and he seen that like your man was reading it too much he'd just kick it in behind and the next time he'd be a little bit slower to come back up but uh, I think it's just a blip on the radar like and we'll see what they do next week yeah 
yeah, no, I, I'd be in agreement on that one. Um, first game Friday, Gold Coast Titans Penrith. Um, so I suppose halftime score four 0 Titans, and then obviously the, the Pats came home strong in the second half, finished up eighteen four. Um, I suppose ultimately Penrith were just too strong in the second half, but the Titans were mightily, mightily impressive, especially in the first half. Um, and in the first half, maybe I'm just kind of clinging to the fact that. Penrith could be beaten but they looked very un Penrith like in the first half like we've rattled on kind of every week that Penrith just don't ever look rattled they don't ever push things they just kind of constantly play but in the first half they definitely looked rattled so I don't know if have the Gold Coast potentially given a roadmap to Bellyache to the Rabbitohs to the Roosters to kind of these kind of sides you'd be hoping would be challenging for a premiership um, and just how to beat the, the Panthers like obviously they did turn it around in the, in the second 40 and it speaks volumes to just how good they it are it only takes one chance with the, with the Panthers doesn't it like it, it, you have to play your best slip. game yeah you have to play for 80 minutes as, as good as you can perfect and if you don't yeah. that one chance they'll just take it like. you have to be perfect like, there's no two ways about it like I know we kind of just talked Briefly, before we jump on, just to how fit they are. Like themselves and the Storm probably are the two fittest sides. They're not just the two best sides, the two fittest sides in the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be perfect for 80 minutes. You can't <laughs> at all. Like um, Fafida again dropped to the bench. Um, I just don't know what's going on with him. He may. That contract may start to look like a poor investment if things continue the way they're going. Mm. Yeah, like he, he uh, he's not up in the stats or anything. Like he, like top five meter gains was uh, the winger Tino, AJ Brimson, uh, Patrick Herbert. Like he's not in the top five at all. Like where normally he'd be up at the one. Um, like and that's just the stat for this game was Tino. Just captain's example: one hundred forty-one run meters, fifty-eight post contact, and thirty-nine tackles. Like he just. He's probably one of the hardest workers in the comp. Like he just gets through a shed load of work every week. And seventy-one minutes played. And seventy-one minutes played, and then he didn't score a point in the second half. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's got to be infuriating. I know it, obviously it's the Panthers, but they've had some poor performances this year. But his work, his output, like has never dropped. No. He's just an absolute workhorse. Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Perfect captain. Yeah, and, and even behind the scenes, like you see him giving his boots and stuff away, like like that stuff, just like the team could be going bad, but the fans will never turn on someone like that. Like he's yeah, a really good club, culture fit. Yeah, he's a really club yeah. captain, like which is really good yeah. to see. And that's what that that's what that club ultimately needs. Like they need a culture up there. Yeah, they can't be like oh we all like stronghold in, in veterans going yeah. to the sunshine stay like you know that way. Like it can't be like that. Like what it, what it started on boys veterans and, and boys that were retiring would go up there for two years and good money like and play but they need to have a culture like that absolutely and it's kind of it's people like Tino that will like the Gold Coast thing it's not just a rugby league thing it's an Australian sport yeah, yeah, thing yeah. there's been Aussie real expansion out there they haven't worked the Titans are probably the longest side there they need these big cultural lads that you can stick flags in and say we're here to stay and he's our prime example they got lucky with him they got blessed with him really mm. um, yeah because ultimately like when he was in the storm of, he was a bench player 
Like he was still an impact player, but he was still a bench player. Like. But they'd agreed the contract, and then all of a sudden he had this amazing season for the Storm, and then it was like, the lads, what? Go. Any chance <laughs> one of those? Any chance one of those DC backflips? Uh, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, he's brilliant. Um, next, next one. Up is yourself. Rabbitohs and the Eagles. So forty to twenty-two for the Rabbitohs. The red card in the first ten minutes ultimately put the the Eagles out of this game. I know the the Eagles played well. They got two trays after that. But then the Rabbitohs got a foothold in the game, and it was, I think it was, was it two tries to one coming into the half time? And then as the game went on, the Rabbitohs started slowly, slowly. I know it was tick for tack for a while, and then just the Rabbitohs put the foot down near the end of the game, like, and just just won. Like, DC's kick, like, Manly are really dangerous in good positions. Like, anywhere near, like, the t- t- 30 in the opposition. They have serious like set play like their their systems are brilliant like and DC will kick you into that uh, will kick you into them positions like it's forty twenty when they're under the cosh like it was unbelievable and then two tries after they just went wide and scored a try off it like so they have ultimately like they have a good team it'll be interesting to see what to do with Sam and Parker's out this week how the strength and depth like so that'll be hard for them like the Rabbitohs I say it every week like they're just not there yet I don't think. There's something that I've I, I seen on another podcast there, like like the Panthers and the Storm. If you're drowning, they'll put the hose in your mouth and, and make sure you're drowning. Like the Rabbitohs just don't put the foot in the throat like yet. They just don't have that. Now, speaking of speaking of other kind of podcasts, there's kind of I wonder if it's. And I, I'm gonna throw the roosters in with them as well because they yeah. kind of class them kind of in a similar boat. This isn't the Good Schools uh, podcast last week, and like, right, one he's a knowledgeable bloke, two he knows enough for the game, but three I don't think anyone has as good contacts as Good School has. No. And he was saying that there's been a switch in kind of prompts. So the Pen- Penrith Panthers and the Melbourne Storm, to use two examples built their pre-season program on peaking in round one and then going through a bit of a lull in the origin period where they're expected to lose games because they're losing so many stars so you're also going to get all these extra players in as well who kind of your bench players your Sean O'Sullivan's etc and then they're going to hit their second win coming out of the origin period same with the Melbourne Storm but the Roosters and I think he didn't say the Ravros but you'd almost know you think there's looking at his they kind of want to build like say Man United under Ferguson where they, they don't the start to peak yeah. until halfway through mm. and they have one peak and that's the end of the title yeah. and you look at them last year they two, the Rabbitohs had two kind of defeats of 50 points or more mm. and it never happened before that the side made the finals after that happened to them and I just wonder if it's going to happen again um, but in regards Manly I suppose I did. I set out <laughs> last week to try and listen back to our episodes and try and figure out just where we are with the tipping. I know I'm fucking miles behind, but I wanted to find exactly how far behind. Well, this I was. week, I and think I, this week now it wasn't great for me either. No, I, I didn't figure it out either. <laughs> but I, I did listen to a few episodes back, and we kind of probably were very disrespectful to Manly. Um, we kind of said, "Oh, it's just about surviving this period with, without Tommy Trevojevic." Yeah. This I like is very competent with or without Tommy. Um, I think Tommy's going to be less effective this year because of the rule changes as he has been the last two seasons. Um, 
I think to be to be a man down for how long were they down? Was it after twelve minutes? Yeah, it was. It was the first eight minutes. I think it was the eight minutes. Yeah, and to be still in a game against one of the so-called big sides, phenomenal performance for them. Yeah, there's a bit of controversy with the tackle as well over in Australia with people coming out and saying the game's getting soft and stuff. But it just goes back to the injury a few Bring years ago with with uh, McQueen is it Alex? in the storm uh, Alex McKinnon Newcastle yeah yeah. it was a terrible accident like. but the only way to, to, to stamp it out is give long but I think he got five weeks uh, Lawton and I think Cam Smith uh, Cam Murray he's not the heaviest player you know that way so when he hit him you, his leg you went say up. that yeah he's very top heavy Cam, yeah. Cam uh, Murray though. So, so when you take the legs away it's going to go yeah he got into it. Like, he, like I'm not, I'm not denying it. And I, the five weeks is good. I think nearly more try and stamp it out, but it's just the circumstances. Like, but I think for for commentators to come out and say it, the game's getting soft, it's a bit stupid. Like, because sometimes when you listen to the commentators and how maybe controversial they are with some of their statements, there is maybe a bit of a lack of understanding of the rule changes and how the game has kind of gone. Um, like we can't go back to the eighties because. There's fellas who played in the eighties that don't know the family's names anymore. Uh, but that's what the reasons exactly, for all this. And the the NRL can't they can't condone it like anymore. Yeah, like, so it, it's being shown like like fair enough. In the eighties, we didn't know the effect of concussions and kind of what these tackles could do, but we know now. Yeah. So to continue on, it's just ignorance. And look, if we can keep talking about this game as much as we want, because I know what's coming next, and I didn't. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I just. Do you want to go into that uh, sponsorship segue? <laughs> oh yeah, tune in. <laughs> oh look, man, we get it, we get, we get it over, and we get it done with. Okay, so just pull it off. Send help, I'm broke. Uh, Warriors Raiders. So obviously, after Golden Point, twenty-one twenty to the Raiders or to the Warriors. Um, you, you wish twenty points, <laughs> twenty points to twelve at halftime in favor of the Raiders. So like, I don't really know what more I can say. Um, another weekend and another score in the second half um, it kind of defies logic at this stage and it's getting to the stage where I can't even actually enjoy a game anymore because sometimes like you're getting pumped each week but then you have a good start and you're like okay we can hold on but like it's getting to the stage where I'm just like well like what's the point in <laughs> leading the half time when we're losing the second yeah, yeah. Um, but like just something that's kind of I'd never be someone who would like call for a coach's head and believe me long suffering Arsenal fan there's plenty I should have called for um, but this was an issue prior to kind of 2019 um, when, we, when we kind of Blake Austin at 6 and Aiden Caesar at 7 so it's maybe a symptom of Ricky's coaching and look as I said I'm never going to call for his head but at a certain point you do have to kind of ask the question has one grand final appearance and his reputation at the club bought him more time than say someone else would get. Um, oh, definitely, his reputation especially. definitely. Yeah, he's a favourite son there. And uh, like so, and like like we we touch on it every week. We say like the Warriors aren't going to beat themselves. No, we might be the anti Warriors because we will beat ourselves. Uh, that's and that's putting it um, kind of mildly. But look, I suppose it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's the beauty of sports fandom. You just have to write at the, the the bad times and top 
top mentions to Channel Harris Davida, who played a game at one bollock. Uh, extra tough. <laughs> and, his, and his own player was friendly fire as well. Yeah, I seen he put up a tweet today and yeah. it was like, uh, my future wife and kids, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I think he, he, he's on the mend, but yeah, yeah look, tough bugger. Uh, as a six, he's probably one of the toughest out there. <laughs> yeah, and this uh, just backs it up. He'd remind you of like, he's almost like a modern day Tommy Rodonicus. Um, <laughs> maybe not as big a fan of um, kind of the scraps. But I suppose me stat, it's not really a stat, but just Dijan Assi, I thought was phenomenal. On debut, two try assists. He looks a real talent. Um, it was his first uh, game at first grade. Obviously, two try assists on debut. I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, but yeah, next fixture. So uh, you didn't want to talk about <laughs> Matt Lodge staying down or anything, though. Nah, no, if, 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 nah, mate. If 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 your player does that and you win the game, you're not complaining. No. It's not his fault the referees couldn't see <laughs> what. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody who watched that game could see. Yeah, there was <laughs> yeah. two instances with Matt Lodge, but look. look. Move on. We, should, we, should, we lost the game long before that. It should never got to there. Uh, Bulldogs and Roosters. So the second up, uh, surprise result of the weekend. 16-12 to the Bulldogs. Uh, two tries from Fox. Real early in the game. Like... Uh, let scoot from uh, the end of the rock, which caught the roosters like completely. I don't know what they're doing on the blind side, and then an intercept pass from his own thirty like around the pitch. He, he cannot give him that sort of space. Like uh, roosters scored then from the what's your man there, Savini on the wing from a kick like, and then Teddy on the second half. But then Burton's kicking like it's I don't know what's in his foot like, but he just has an absolute boom like cannon. It was and, uh, 40 20. It was a 40. It was, I think it was a 30 10. <laughs> it was something yeah. ridiculous. And uh, the fox came out. And he, did you see that one in the interview? He was roaring. He didn't even know it was off. He was wrecked. He was just celebrating. I went off the pitch. <laughs> just, which is great. Like, see, there's a bit of character coming out. And the fox does that everywhere he goes. Like, it's brilliant. For, he, he's uh, brilliant to have in a team, like, I think. Like, the media just he wants really, to talk to really, him every, every Monday and Tuesday. Like, so. The try, the Roosters were denied a try at the end of the game by a toe. Inches. <laughs> by a toe. Inches, but like ultimate karma, Joey Manu gave yeah, him yeah, the, the little, the uh, little chat. Like I, I think, and he done, he he done nothing. He was like suspiciously yeah, quiet all game. Very very quiet. Like um, uh, that that winger, like he's going to be a good. He's going to be so good for Roosters. Like he is a big boy as well. Like there's a big body behind that. Uh, I think, as you said, the Roosters, we're, I think we're going to keep on saying this, or they're not the team that we think they are this season. Right now? I mm, Still not. I think the, the, the Keary and, and Walker, that has, still has to come right. I think they're, they're just not clicking as much. Which is strange, because prior to Keary's injury last season, they looked like they had a lot from the off. Yeah. But they really clicked. They're, so they're, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, and and he's still he's still tinkering with it with his pack as well. Like the the like of uh, Crichton, the last two games starting the bench, then he's on like the last two games. Then it, like he still doesn't know his best team. I don't think on the field, which is strange for for him. Like, but as you say, 
he will come right as the as the season goes on. Like they might scrape into the top, the top six, maybe they'll be in around top six. I think they won't be top four, mm-hmm. but they'll be there at the end of the season. Like which will be, I don't think the Bulldogs will be. <laughs> You never know, two and two, mate. Uh, I wonder who's taking the, the training sessions this week. Is Gus coming back to do when's the session with them? Let's drop, baby. Uh, on that, the whole Gus Cool thing. Good thing, bad thing. It's getting plenty of column inches. Very unprofessional text message there to receive. Is that you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fan question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, um, it. Mm is there more to this is it as something as simple as just a different voice in a different chain session is it the spray they needed to get them to kick up the backside? thoughts well, I, well, I think on the whole Trent Barrett came from like, the Panthers and I think Cleary is a great man for bringing other people in to, to chat to the team he's not really like he, he if he has to talk to someone or he has to lay down law he lay down law, but he let other people that's the, the rumours going around. He let other people take over control and, and have people that's able to talk because he's so... Uh, he's a bit of a strange character, I heard. So he's a bit to himself like a lot. So I think that's the way Barrett's taken on this, that he, he has this fellow with so much knowledge and well able to take... well able to, to talk. Like, use him. Why not use him, like, which is... <laughs> yeah, I think... I think it's a... a for the Bulldogs, it's, 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 a, it's a small... I think this is just going to be a blip, like, but the media just jump on it straight away because it's Gus. I think it's more networks than, than actual. I think it's the NRL on 9 and the, the, the Fox. So I think it's just the, any chance to jump on Goose, they, 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 they love it. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, I just wanted to kind of see where you are. I, something similar. Um, but I just wanted to see where your, your head was at in relation to it. Um, Moving on, not a, not a, not I suppose a shock, but I suppose we have predicted this potentially the game of the round. It wasn't that, um, but yeah, Eels Cowboys. So obviously, Eels Cowboys victorious, thirty five four, um, led fifteen zip at the break. I think we'd be remiss to not to start to worry about the Eels. There's a few kind of. Like we know kind of the improvements the Cowboys have made this season um, compared to say how we viewed them at the start of the season <laughs> compared to how we viewed them after maybe two rounds compared to who, how we viewed who them is a, who's a crystal ball like come on <laughs> yeah um, but I suppose from an Eels perspective any side who's trying to label themselves as serious contenders um, they kind of lost their three games that they lost are kind of key ones they lost the Sharks in week two at a stage where the Sharks were still kind of finding their kind of identity, they'd lost to the Raiders in week one, remember? So they really should have, as a side, without much kind of thoroughfare through of players in and out, they should have really beaten the Sharks. I know it was in kind of first game back in Points Bet Stadium and stuff like that, but they still should have bet them. Obviously, West to Fortnite. A more court. established team that the, the Eels are, like you think they should have been. Mm. West to Fortnite to go, um, the West obviously their first win of the season. And then the Cowboys, and maybe I'm being critical, or maybe kind of the rule changes have made it a very, very even competition. Um, but as a Neils fan, I'd be very worried because not alone are you using, losing Mahoney at the end of the season, Mitch Moses is set to test the free agency in the coming weeks. So if you're to lose 
those arguably your two best point pieces. Um, you can argue all day about who's better, maybe Mitch Moses, Clint Corson, or Reed Mahoney, but they are definitely the top three spine pieces. I think Dylan Brown is fourth, fourth best in that spine. I think we could be heading for a major reboot um, in Parramatta with their championship window closing very, very soon. Um, argue, argument, like you can make the argument, championship window was never really open based on just how dominant the Panthers have been the past few seasons. But I'd be very worried as a Parrot as a para fan um, and for the Cowboys again brilliant three on the bounce for them they look like they can make the eight they could finish in seventh or eighth easily um, be interesting to follow them and see how this season progresses will they lose a few normally if a side's tracking like mid table they probably won't lose too many origins sides unless it's a Queensland based team well pick, pick they might lose how many players could you see playing I could see Felt being called in. Yeah. I could see Holmes being called in. Yeah. I could see Tommy Dearden's probably a stretch. Yeah. Like they're not gonna miss anything uh, from like drink water as well, like. No. Uh, or Townsend. <laughs> no. Uh Nani? Yeah. What where does his I think he's Queenslander. He's Queenslander. Yeah. Do you know like they're kind of arguably there? They're better players. Mm. Like they're not gonna lose. Um, although he's really impressed me in recent rounds, they're not gonna lose Reese Robson. Um, because Harry Grant is that zone up. No, and then um, they have Mahomes as well. If, like, like if, 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 if Queensland, Queensland, if Queensland have to go to Reese Robson start hooker, yeah. it'll be a whitewash. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> it'll be tree zip. Uh, no, he's playing good stuff. Yeah, he's uh, not just my stats that was quite an interesting stat that's why I said I'd bring this one so 41 versus 10 and that's tackles in the opposition 20 so 41 to 10 but that was in favour of Parramatta so they look just for me they look strangely blunt and kind of clunky but they had the possession they had the territory they had the chances yeah to make this game a bit more on paper they, they were just nowhere so look, that's all that's all that needs to be said on that one Um uh, what you find about uh, Jakey Arthur like playing Dylan Brown going into the centres again I know they they asked him at the beginning of the, the week and Dylan agreed like to it but it's just strange having like two, arguably two of the informed halves splitting that like like taking them away this season had to be a huge season for Dylan Brown mm. So he needs to play six as much as he can. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the logic of that playing it. Like, if he's either going to make the jump now, because yeah. we've all seen flashes. Yeah. If he's not going to make the jump now, he needs to go. If you're, if they're serious with winning the comp, because they've built, they're kind of all or nothing really. Like another. Yeah, their third window, place like finish. The way you say, it, like a Premiership window is closing, and as you say, Reed 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 is gone at the end of the year. Like, like there's kind of boys skipping. So you don't know what way it's going to end up at the end of the year, like. Yeah, look, maybe you bring Josh Hodgson in on a lesser contract. You've got one good year out of him, and you bring in and like maybe freeze up a bit more cap space to kind of bring in another six. But I don't think so because I think that that roster throughout is fairly well paid. Mm. Fairly like, but look, maybe Sevo come back now <clears> in a few weeks and we'll be like. But any contract yeah. extension is going to increase that. You know that way, like any of the key lads that are there, like are going to. 
if there's Moses contact, is the key yeah, for me. Like Moses, like, is he a million pound? Yeah. Would you put him up as a million pound? Yeah. Yeah. A, mi- a million pound player, a million pound player is a player who can guarantee he will be the reason why you win 60% of the games you win. Yeah. And he is one of them. Like last year in the playoffs, he won two games for them nearly. Yeah. Himself, just running the ball. Like, so. Yeah. And like he has those games and they, and he has those moments that like he wins the game maybe in the first 20, 30 minutes and then it's kind of a cakewalk there throughout. Like he has those moments just not always as glaringly obvious as say what he did to St. George earlier on in the season. Um, he has those games where he actually has won that game for you but it's just it's not a big song of the dance um, and he is that for me I, I'd lose Dylan Brown in the morning um, just because of the fact that we haven't just seen consistency yeah. so yeah yeah I'd love to watch him play when yeah. he's on but I just don't think compared to compared to Mitch Moses like yeah if you had yeah. to pick one you'd pick Pick what's in uh, Nights and Storm. Another one that you we're getting to this stage of Panthers and Storm. Like, what can you say? Uh, Dead taxes and, and a Jay Clifford field goal. Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> 50 to 2 for the night uh, for the Knights. The Knights are in serious trouble, like six straight losses, like, and injuries to Bifford. Oh no, well, they dropped Clifford this morning. So Adam O'Brien came out this morning, uh, called an early, uh, called an early uh, presser, and said that he's dropping before he named the team. And I think Adam Clune is out as well with an injury. So yeah, Tex High is in. Tex High and and I don't know the other fellow's name, but it's strange not even to say like if you had to, would you not put Ponga in there? He's in. Well, he's not going to get the he's not getting the ball already like. The so, Buzz Rothfields of the world are um, clamouring for a Ponga to play six, but... No, but suppose, like, just for this game. I don't want to play six all the time, but just you have to lose your two playmakers. But it goes back to the point they made earlier on about Mitch Moses. Is he a million-pound player? Yes, because he'll win... six. He'll be responsible for six spent of the games you win. What games has Caelan Ponga, can you say, he's won that for them? No. I, the origin there two years ago that was the only game I ever seen that's that good but Queensland don't pay yeah, his, no, his wages don't like. pay his wage. but that, that's what I'm saying Like that was the only game that you've seen that he made it, like, like a, a match change in difference if, when he came on but it, when he's with these like a poor it's poor and that's it's not a bad roster look I know they've been kind of like Braden Bailey is such a huge massive loss for them. massive loss I know Randall is and up and there but strange saying that when it's someone that's not kind of played much over the last two seasons he's been very lucky but he is a huge loss because they don't have they don't have strength and depth in that position but I just think regardless of the injuries there's a lot bigger issues going on in Newcastle um, I think Adam O'Brien is fast becoming favourite for the job and block especially he, with Madge winning games his, his presser there today looks so strange like he, the fella didn't know what he was talking about after that he, head looking up in the sky like and, and asking the pressers and like asking the media about questions like it, I think he's just in the pressure he's not he can't say nothing like last two games they only scored two points and they shipped and they shipped serious points like yeah. which is ridiculous like. now bottom, uh, bottom of the table 
Oh, did like well bottom like. Uh, I have a stat for you. So, clean line breaks. Ten to zero for the storm, because every time they oh, ran the what? ball, they got through. And then completed sets was thirty-two to sixteen for the storm. So it's double the amount of sets that that, that the knights could have. Just it's the way the storm play. Like the speed of their of their rook is ridiculous. Their ability to, to right attack and get up off the ground and play the ball is frightening. If you don't commit players to them tactics, like they are just gone after. And it's it, it, it showed when uh, Munster went into fullback there two weeks ago. They played the same way, even when I think it was Harry Grant sat down, Munster was in fullback, uh, the cheese was in the hooker, like, and they just played that shit that, that you've seen uh, oh, Cooper and, and Slater, and like they just play that shape all the time, and it just looks so good, like where they, they ship it out to the, the half back and then pull it back into the, the fullback on the, on the short side. And they're just gone. And the fact that everyone's seen it before and nobody can defend it, like they just the speed they come at that around that corner at you, it's just frightening. Like that's the thing. It's speed. It is speed. Yeah. Um, and as you said, like before we sat down, we were talking about their preseason, like, and they start the game a hundred miles an hour and they finish the game a hundred miles an hour, which is a credit to them. Like that they they don't want to peak at the end of the season. They'll peak the whole way through the season. Like they just play. Yeah. The same standard the whole time through the season. Yeah, yeah. And it must be really nice to be the right-handed winger on the <laughs> Walk over for I don't know how what, what his stats were for meters made, but I think it was a thirty for three tries. Well, four because I have my fantasy and he scored <laughs> yeah. three tries and he had like fifty points. It was like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't run for much. Yeah, but he's but another, look, he's another one that. Just, I'll tell you another thing. The scary thing is there will come a time. When they'll use they'll Xavier Coates oh, yeah, for yeah. yardage work, yeah, and he'd be phenomenal for him. Yeah. Um, maybe that origin period. Um, who knows? I think he'd be on yeah. the origin. I think it'd be. Yeah, him, maybe. Potentially, potentially, we'll see. The way Oates is playing now, we'll is what I think it could be a callback for two boys. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, um, Sunday, Super Sunday. Dragons Tigers 12-6 in favour of the Dragons 2 zip to the Tigers at halftime oh it was a bruiser bruiser of a game yeah Um, 3 wins on the drop for St George and I've kind of backed against St George I think every round this year Um, and look I've been critical of of Hook Um, but yeah look something's working Um, I I just don't think they're strong enough to make the 8 no I just don't think that I just either. don't think so but look Ben Ben Hunt is up there with Munster Hughes and Cleary is the form half of the camp right now um, I, I, I like if, if if Harry Grant was injured I'd play him 9 for origin I'd probably start him 9 anyway yeah and bring Harry Grant off the bench yeah like even that like because yeah, every every position he played like last year for the Dragons he's the best player on the field yeah even when, even that spell he had it loose yeah um yeah. So yeah, look, I don't I, like. I just think he's he's been phenomenal. He he's he's the he's the definition of a million pound player for me. Like he is responsible for it, them when they win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, like when he was at the Broncos and had the fable like drop ball at the the, the the grand final. Like his reputation after that wasn't great. Like you know that like it was a one off thing. Like 
fair play to him and he came with that reputation but I think he's become the player like he'll go down the Dragons folklore like when he leaves I think I think yeah look that, that drop and it damaged him so much psychologically as well yeah. but he was the the Broncos were in the final because of how he played that entire oh, season because yeah, yeah. they were unbelievable and he he's the only player <laughs> that played with Anthony Milford in the halves and could get I could get like, what, yeah, what, what, like he was the only one to see him even to, to curtail him to do what <laughs> he wanted him to do like. what he needed and Milford was unreal that season and Ben yeah. Hunt goes and the next minute Anthony Milford's career in the NRL may as well be done yeah. um, he never got back there look, and look Look, it's a tough one for the West fans they probably thought they were going to go unbeaten between now and the end of the season um, <laughs> I think but, we all uh, jump on that like <laughs> yeah yeah the amount of people that put uh, Jackson Hastings fantasy captain in there, yeah. um, but uh, the West it's simply tough um, and it's a hard one kind of after the mini run they've been on but Hastings at 7 Brooks at 6 has made such a difference to the side like so much so that do you know what this is this is a wild shout but I think they might actually return to the rifle position of ninth this season uh, if they keep this up uh, it's, a, it's a big shout now but Tanya like even just how much freer Brooks is in his play yeah you've almost got a you've almost got two new halves with that switch yeah do you know what I mean you didn't just bring Jackson Ace since you just reinvented Lovebook's career my stat um, statistically speaking Alex Twal was the closest we've ever seen him to scoring a meat pie this weekend he's held up uh, at the, uh, near the end of the game like. yeah uh, this is by far the closest we've ever got to, I think 0.6 of an inch I think is the efficient <laughs> measurement <laughs> sure. yeah, no, look, that's, that's all I have in this game it wasn't maybe maybe one for the purists no very much up the middle <laughs> yeah off the jumper stuff so, yeah. we do a review is that the last game in the rooms? yeah probably yeah, the last game yeah fair enough uh, tipping um, round 9 previews so uh, the Tash is winning I'm losing um, official score yet to be confirmed uh, by the adjudicators uh, kicking around off Thursday 10.50 Irish time Acor Stadium Sydney we got a Rabbitohs against the Broncos so both on the back of wins um, it's maybe the the game we wanted in round one we got robbed of because Reynolds obviously wasn't back back fit and look they're arguably in the best form they've both been all season uh, they both kind of had loads kind of strange spots um, a lot of the Rabbitohs kind of poor form was to do with that opening round fixture um, but sides pretty much as close to um, it'd be an interesting game full okay. strength Payne has Payne has the big big loss for the um, yeah. Broncos um, and obviously the legend is uh, Shaki Mitchell uh, is out as well uh, having made his debut last weekend so look but uh, yeah no, that's uh, that game is far more interesting than it potentially was three weeks ago yeah. um, it's kind of all that needs to be said on that one I think the Reynolds factor will be interesting to see that it's enough it's enough to make you tune in hmm. enough to make you tune in so who are you um, picking yeah so ter- <laughs> uh, yeah no, I'm going to go Rablos in this one um, but I think it's going to be a tight one I think I think I'm going 
I have scribbled a score down here somewhere. Yeah, I've gone bunnies 1918. Oh, golden point. So I've gone gone for a point. Uh, that point may or may not come in golden point. Who knows? I think I go with the other way. I go Broncos. Uh, as you say, like it's going to be a tough game. I just think we'll see. Home field advantage. No, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's in no, Rabbit was yeah. It's home field. So we'll go Broncos on that one. Just to just try and get you to catch up with me when you need a card. <laughs> Fair. Uh, next one is Raiders and Bulldogs. Uh, two teams in desperate need of a win. I know the Bulldogs won there last week, but they really want to to increase that. Uh, and if they don't, as you say, like sticky. For the Raiders, like Sticky's going to be in, in in a bit of bother. I think they can't go this far into the season and not maybe look internally like that the problem might be yeah. it might be the players, it might be the culture, and he might have just lost yeah. the, the room. Jasmine, he might have just lost. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Um, especially with the stuff that happened last year, like and there's still a few lads there that he he has a bit of a, a, a history with, like. So, yeah. but saying all that, I'm going to tip the Raiders to, to, to pull it out. Oh, mate, mate, we 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 cannot. We can suffer together. We can ourselves. suffer together. In round nine, with the Raiders <laughs> in a genuine six pointer at the bottom of the table, a four pointer <laughs> at the bottom of the table, and I cannot rule against them. I have to go with them. I'm, I'm going. Raiders for want for lack of better judgment. Cool. Uh, <laughs> second game up Friday. These are two. Uh, Ten fifty-five. Bluebet Stadium. Penrith. Um, Penrith versus the Eels. And um, this for me is kind of the reverse of the uh, Bunnies Broncos games. Three three weeks ago, this looked like a far more far tighter fixture, and kind of we kind of maybe. Ear bookmarked as maybe a litmus test for the for the eels. Right now, on the back of kind of say the last, like the last three games, they didn't really get a challenge against the knights. Um, and they're kind of two out of the last one, obviously losing to the tigers and um the cowboys of the weekend. Gotta think that the the panthers be too strong. Um. Only thing of note is on the at the very bottom of the reserve list. There's a very intriguing player. It starts with T and ends with uh, uh <laughs> Brian Tuh. Um so yeah, look, he probably won't make his fixture. If he won't make a return this week, I wouldn't imagine. And Moses um, the Oros is not like well, Dorn any. Uh, he is scary. I know he's on the he's huge. on the bottom, which is fucking scary to come back. For me, that I'm looking at that uh reserve list. Robert Jennings, Chris Smith. Jermaine Hopgood Sean O'Sullivan <laughs> Moses Lula Mitch Kenny and like Brian Tall. If, if, like if you put that against the Panthers they do well yeah if you throw that into any other squad it's probably making the starting 17 fully fit um, so yeah um, yeah look it's scary scary to say that the uh, the Panthers are, Panthers are actually probably going to get stronger over the next couple of weeks yeah that's scary um, yeah I just don't see it for the now look they definitely have the talent on the pitch to pull it up to the Panthers but they're just not tracking the right way so my prediction for this one 
Um, Panthers 24, Eels 14. If you were Eels fan, I think, think you'd be a bit closer. You'd be happy with that. You take it. Local yeah. derby as well, so you'd expect the players to fire up. Um, if local derbies still still mean a thing to professional athletes um, don't think they, they always do but it's just a, it's, a, it's a great battle this one because a lot of those players if you look through they've, they've all come through kind of each other's systems yeah yeah they, um, obviously obviously it's, it's overwhelming in favour of the Panthers at the present but a lot of those players have come through both systems um, so yeah look at a tight one I think a tight or one but the Panthers are too strong 24-14 yeah, I think with the, with the recent uh, results I've caught the Panthers I think as you say it's going to be tight and I hope the, the recent they don't just slide the recent, down like, the recent eight results is, it? is that what you're <laughs> factoring in yeah I know the stats now <laughs> uh, the next one the Eagles and Tigers uh, I think Sab and Parker being out for the Eagles will really will really test their strength and depth. Uh, the Tigers will look to bounce back after the loss, and it was a tight loss. Like they did play well in bits last week, so I am tipping the Tigers in this one. Yeah. Wow! Mm. Wow! I think there's a little bit of there's a little bit of uh, with Schuster coming out and saying that he wants to play half back and talking about Foran's contract and stuff like that that could be playing in the heads a little bit so we'll see so I'll back Manly oh right straight out okay. back Manly I'm I'm playing I'm I'm kind of I'm in that scoreboard pressure period that's how far back I am I'm like oh, I've got to go for the big result yeah um, so yeah I'm going Manly um, Tommy's back in as well so we never mentioned that uh, Croker is back in as well for you for the Raiders do you know what else we didn't mention as well? Back. Do you know what else we didn't mention? What? Oh! All listeners oh to Mid-Season God. Slump get a month free access to The Athletic. Just click the link in the podcast description. It's as easy as that. Um, oh, but yeah, Captain Broker's back. Uh, yeah. I heard One of these days I am actually going to forget to say that. I heard it was a great, like when he got named in the squad like at the train session, the first person roared across the 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 train was uh, Whiten saying the captain's back and stuff like that. So it, like he is a uh, he's a great status amongst yeah. them players. Like so, it's, it's great to see like and you knew it was and that's a big loss for us this weekend. Is Whiten because Whiten has Whiten's been a bit like Ronaldo at Man United this season. Yeah, um, the only one performing. <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't there, like just how bad would we be? Um, but look, we digress. <laughs> Um, Roosters and Titans next oh myself sorry yeah so obviously it's been taken up to the uh, it's been taken out to the bush uh, BB oh, Print yeah. Stadium in Mackay uh, 8.30 Saturday morning given their performance against the um, Panthers um, at the weekend and given how the Roosters are kind of faltering a bit you would think I would go for the Titans, but I just can't. Um, so I'm going to back the Roosters, 20 points to 18. But this is all the makings of the game of the round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be kind of, the Roosters have kind of come down a bit, the, the Titans have gone up a bit, and then they're kind of, you don't know what you're going to get from each of them either, either weekend. So do you think it could potentially be a cracking fixture? But I'm backing the Roosters because they just have to kick on. Um, if not this weekend then when so I have to back them so I guess uh, based on the hat you've just thrown across your headphones 
you'll be joining me in yeah roosters baby yeah fair enough uh, they're one of your many 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 sides hey look I'm a lover of the game I'm a lover of the game I just really like the players <laughs> yeah, I really like the players yeah uh, Cowboys and Knights uh, <laughs> what can you say like I think with the Cowboys form it's hard to, it's hard to pack against them coming into the Knights like uh, and especially with the which losses. is mad yeah like if this you is in round this, three like, yeah it'd be Knights are top of the premiership <laughs> Cowboys are bottom of the premiership <laughs> it's just completely perfect like. um, and the Knights looked so helpless like in that game against the Storm like. it was so bad there's a lot of players just don't want to be there but there's no effort at all in them, like where the Cowboys are they just they got two young second rows like Nana and Louie and they just look to change that team completely like. and Tamalola's doing what Tamalola does all the time like he gives them that like, platform best, but he gives them the platform yeah. like that them young fans can go and express themselves so I am going Cowboys with a big score fair. I'm not naming that score but it's going to be a big score fair um, Storm Dragons 5 Who are you o'clock tipping there? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Super Sunday you can't come back and... oh sorry what was the Cowboys Knights <laughs> Uh, let me guess I thought we just kind of had to say <laughs> we are all doing it uh, my pick like is I just thought, yeah yeah no it's it's the Cowboys <laughs> to be fair like, and, uh, it's not even close no. Um, so yeah no I took that as a given no, uh, it's right, forgive, forgive me um, yeah Sunday 5 o'clock Amy Park down in Melbourne Storm Dragons in no way shape or form is disrespectful to the Dragons but my prediction is Storm 50 Dragons 4 um, that is just how good the Storm are playing um, I can almost feel sorry for them um, on a three game bounce in which they've been impressive um, like arguably Newcastle had spells against them brilliant win Anzac Day against uh, the Roosters and then obviously a, a tough win against a Maybe not red hot, but an informed West Tigers. So, yeah, I almost feel feel sorry for the Dragons when this fixtures come. But yeah, look, the Storm are just too good. Yeah, I think we'll be talking about the Panthers and the Storm the whole way through this season. So it's hard to bag against yeah. them unless when they do play each other. Yeah, like and that's gonna be so interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there with the Storm. They just look too too strong but, and no injuries. Like boys are actually going back, no injury like, and stuff like that. So. You're just getting stronger every week. And then the last one, yeah. Sharkies and Warriors. So I think the Sharks will bounce back after the defeat to the Broncos last week. Uh, the Warriors are still quality. As you say, like the Warriors will never beat themselves. But I just think the Sharks are a bit too much. And they look to bounce back. They look to give them performance in Shark Park or whatever it's called there. So. They'll, be, they'll be looking for that bounce back, won't yeah, they? It'll be yeah, like similar yeah. to... And they, they, I think it with the, the first players half they against have, Manly. Yeah, the players they have will want to perform. Like they'll hold yeah. that. They'll hold but that you, loss. They'll take that loss to to heart. Like and they'll want to, to perform. Like. Well, if their first half we say against Manly on the back of the loss to Melbourne is sent to go by. Yeah, you'd be scared. <laughs> you wouldn't want yeah. to be yeah. Warriors. Yeah. You need to weather the storm for the, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go in with you again against Sharks as well. Um, cool. So that's the NRL wrapped up. A bit of domestic news, finally, um, to kind of chat through. Um, kind of two, I suppose, 
bits of information for you this week. Uh, obviously, huge shout out to the Irish clubs, 13 side, who defeated the North Wales origin side. Yeah, I think so. 44-4 over in North Wales. So, brilliant result. Well done to all involved. Um, it's always great to see kind of domestic-based guys here going over and getting the result. And um, do it like abroad, yeah, especially when we travel, like, it's great to get a result. Yeah, anywhere we go, like, it's great to get a result. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, brilliant. Um, result, many of which we have involved in the next bit of news. So, obviously, full venue, I think, to officially be confirmed, but obviously, Rugby League Ireland have announced the unofficial launch of the season, uh, May 14th, somewhere in Dublin. The Rugby <laughs> League Ireland Nines. Let me tell you, I will be carrying a lot of bottles of water on that day, and that'll be my involvement. <laughs> guys, we'll, we'll have to do a few Broncos down training this week and see how we get on. Uh, yeah, and uh, nine aside tournaments and me in my late teens didn't work. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're not going to work now. Uh, in your early 30s. <laughs> mentor, mentor. That's yeah, my role. Yeah. Uh, and the old man's like, what do you know about this? Yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah. we'll have to go to a you're garden. getting roasted how are you letting them roast you <laughs> yeah. shut your mouth yeah. you come out here and give me yeah why are you letting them beat you on the outside yeah, yeah. and um, same with me uh, like, I think if you don't pick me I will not be upset <laughs> <laughs> there'll be no storm yeah, no, storm no. you can carry that water I'm not going near the pitch <laughs> yeah yeah look um but yeah, great to get a bit of news and kind of get a bit of direction on the start of the domestic season here. Um, hopefully next week, by the time we get around to it, it seems to pick up a bit of pace, we'll have kind of a, a domestic fixture list to kind of go through. Um, we did obviously have the announcement last week that we're going to have a premiership, a championship and a, and a women's division as well. So, what game's going from strength to strength here? Um, for any of you expats maybe living in Australia that played at a decent level and want to maybe represent the country, get it, give me a text. Um, I will not help you out whatsoever <laughs> but I can be a player agent be a player agent yeah, uh, yeah. shift yeah. around I don't think our budget will come sign with that, we know no guys. no not at all uh, I can guarantee you won't go for that um, <laughs> 14 yeah, cans of Rockshow or Dabia 14 is that on special yeah yeah my special <laughs> good good um, yeah so that's all for me and that is me done as well so thank you and good night. Good luck. Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. He's down the left short pass. Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the basket.